Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Have you all had a good Christmas? I certainly hope you have. Um, of course, I realize that not all of my listeners uh, celebrate uh, the Christmas holiday. But for those who do, I do hope you have had a good Christmas. But of course, I recognize that that's been quite a difficult thing to do this year, hasn't it? Uh, depending on where in the world you're living. So I'd like to tell you a bit about my Christmas this year, my 2020 uh, coronavirus-influenced uh, Christmas. Let's let's have a little chat about that. So, like so many of my Christmases, uh, it started at my parents' house. Um, my family, so my my myself and my sisters, um, like to visit. All all sort of gather round um, at my parents' house during Christmas. Now, I think I might have mentioned this before. In fact, I'm certain I have. Um, originally, uh, the UK government was going to allow people to meet for five days um, over Christmas. They were calling it the five days of Christmas. And then right at the last minute, um, they changed things. Um, and then they said, you can only meet on one day um, over the Christmas period. Um, you know, you meet on Christmas Day, and uh, that was only for the lucky people who were in Tier 4. Um, for everyone else, so that was much of London um, and the east of England, was it? Um, those people were in Tier 4, and they were not able to meet up at all over Christmas, which is a great shame. But fortunately, um, I was able to see uh, lots of my family on Christmas Day. So, jumping back to the morning, um, it started off with um, me at my parents' house 
and I ate uh, pork pie and bread and butter for breakfast, which uh, I, I don't know if this is like a traditional English thing or not, or just something uh, that my family do. Um, I believe my father and his grandfather uh, also did the same thing on Christmas time. I don't, I don't know where that tradition comes from, but basically pork pie is like a small, well, it can be quite big, but the, the one I was eating, um, you, you take a small slice out of this pork pie and it's, it's not sweet. It's got some spices inside, but it's got like a savory taste and uh, you sort of have like a bite of the pork pie and then also a bite of the bread and butter and uh, that's it. Very, very simple <laughs> breakfast, if I'm honest. Now, um, my sister, um, one of, well, I've got two sisters. Uh, the first sister was due to arrive, and I think sometime in the afternoon, um, and the second sister later, in, later that evening. So um, it was just me and my two parents, and uh, we just opened some presents, spent some time opening presents. And uh, I know in other countries, um, and perhaps with other families in England, uh, there's like an exchanging of maybe like one gift or two gifts. My family have always been a bit crazy when it comes to buying presents. And uh, it's not unusual for someone to get like 10 plus presents on Christmas Day. So as you can imagine, uh, this whole process um, of opening presents can take some time to complete, um, but it is fun. And uh, we do all enjoy uh, looking at the surprises uh, that people have bought for one another. After all that uh, present unwrapping was finished, it was time for Christmas lunch, Christmas dinner. Yeah, Christmas lunch. Um, now, a Christmas dinner, a traditional Christmas dinner in England, is pretty much the same as what we call a Sunday roast. Um, so there's your meat, and then you've got potatoes and peas and carrots, and uh, I know other kinds of vegetables, and always gravy. You have gravy on top of this as well. At Christmas time, it's sort of the same thing, but a little bit more fancy. Um, so you might have, you might do the vegetables in like a more fancy way, um, or put some what some like some herbs over things to give them a bit of a different flavor, or cook them in a in a different kind of uh, fat to give it a different flavor. Um, but it looks it looks pretty much the same. Um, but since it's Christmas time, um, it's always turkey. Now, traditionally, a long, long time ago, it was goose. Uh, people liked a Christmas goose. Um, but I think these days, it's pretty much always turkey. You can still buy, like, a Christmas goose. But um, I'm, most of... I think everyone I know, actually, uh, always has a turkey. Now, um, because my sisters and their families were not joining us this year uh, for Christmas lunch. Um, we didn't have an entire turkey. We didn't have a whole turkey because turkeys are very big. I don't know if you've seen a whole turkey before, but they are huge. Um, so we had what's called a turkey crown 
and I think that's just the the breast part of the turkey but that's still big I mean that's like the size of a whole chicken um, turkeys are just that big anyway the meal was I have to say one of the best Christmas meals I've had um, last year when my girlfriend was here it actually wasn't the best <laughs> I have to say, but this year it was amazing. Um, the turkey was like really tender and moist and had like an, an excellent flavor. And uh, the gravy had a really nice uh, rich flavor to it as well. And um, what else did we have? Uh, I think we, ha we have these things called pigs in blankets. Um, and they're little sausages and you wrap them up uh, with bacon and I don't, I don't know why, but it's called a pig in a blanket. I suppose because um, a sausage is made from uh, pork, pork meat, and that's a pig. So, uh, and, <laughs> and the uh, the bacon, wrapping it up in bacon sort of looks like it's in a blanket. Um, but they, yeah, that's quite common at Christmas time. That and sprouts, Brussels sprouts, that sort of look like mini cabbages. Um, but they've got quite a, a bitter taste. Now, lots of people do not like the taste of sprouts, but uh, lots of people eat them at Christmas time. It's weird. It's like um, it's tra it's traditional to eat them at Christmas time. So people just buy them, <laughs> even if they don't like them. <laughs> now, I and uh, the rest of my family members happen to like Brussels sprouts, so that's not a problem. Uh, we don't just have them at Christmas. We have them uh, during the winter period as well. Now, since it's uh, a Christmas meal, we always have like a Christmas um, a Christmas spread, I suppose you'd call it. So we have like a, a special <laughs> Christmas tablecloth put down um, and that can have like all kinds of, I don't know, Christmas designs on the tablecloth. And um, then we always have like these like fancy looking wine glasses. Um, we like to enjoy a Christmas meal with a glass or two of wine. Um, and we also have crackers, Christmas crackers placed out for all of the guests sitting at the table. Now, I'm not sure um, if all of my listeners are familiar with Christmas crackers, but they're, how, how do you explain them? They're like pieces of paper that are sort of twisted together at both ends and in the middle there's a little, mm, there's a little thing that explodes, <laughs> a very small explosion, but it makes a loud bang uh, when you pull it. And then inside the cracker, you always get like a party hat, um, some little, what? It's like a, it's not a toy, it's sometimes a toy, or maybe like a little tool, like a bottle opener or a nail cutter or scissors or something like that. And uh, you also get like a little, a little tiny joke on a piece of paper. Um, so you put you put this paper party hat on your head uh, whilst you're eating the meal. And uh, if you really want, you can tell other people the joke that you got in your Christmas cracker. But they're always, usually always, very bad jokes. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why the companies who make these Christmas crackers don't put really funny jokes in uh but it's 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 almost like it's tradition to get a really bad joke in a christmas cracker people tend to laugh just because they're so bad but it, rather than laugh laughing it's more of like a grumble it's like a 
Uh. <laughs> okay, that pretty much wraps it up for um, Christmas dinner. Um, we had we had a rosé wine this year, and personally, I think white wine uh, goes better with white meats. Uh, but it wasn't my choice. It was my, it was my mother's choice. But it was actually a very nice wine anyway, so I did enjoy it. Okay, so since I've got quite a bit more to talk about, I think I'm going to break this up into another episode. So this will end up being part one. So I do hope that you've enjoyed listening to the first part of my Christmas experience. And uh, I look forward to sharing the rest of it with you next time. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.